You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Teresa Curley. This is Father Sean Hagerty coming to you live from St. Lambert Parish in Sioux Falls. And I'm Kim Kovash. Yes, this is our special guest, Kim Kovash. She's a parishioner here. She also uh, helps out, well, she works in the office here at St. Lambert Parish for a little while longer. Yeah. She's got a new job lined up. She'll talk a little about that. And it's uh, so good to have Kim here this morning, even though it's raining outside and it's cold and everything's <laughs> dying outside and it's getting darker and boy, it just makes you kind of get a little depressed, you know, and, but God is with us. And if God is with us, who can be against us yeah. and how wonderful it is here to be here this morning and have our special guest, Kim Kobosh. Yeah, it's good to be here. But rain is, can be healing. Water is life, right? That's right. It's a sign <laughs> it of the Holy Spirit. brings new life, yeah. brings yeah. new life. And, yeah, and speaking of life, Kim, share with us a little bit about your life. Like, where have you, mm. where have you been? Uh, what's your history? I, I know you've, you've done some missionary work. You know, this whole program yeah. today is about the Bishop's vision of lifelong Catholic missionary discipleship through God's love. And I know yeah. you've been a missionary disciple mm-hmm. uh, throughout your life, even very young age. But just, yeah. just tell us a little more about yourself. Yeah. Um, began, uh, well, Reborn. Didn't, I was born here in Sioux Falls, born and raised in Sioux Falls. Spent a few years in Nebraska and uh, stuff like that. But for the most part, born and raised here. Um, baptized at St. Therese, the old St. Therese. Uh, had my first communion here at St. Lambert. Oh. My grandparents were members here, good friends with Father uh, who was here at the time? Ed Pierce. Okay, yep. Anyway, but uh, so really my pa- my grandparents were very influential in my faith life. Um, and then when I graduated high school, well, it was in high school that I really started coming into my faith and just had a heart for, and it was through retreat work and have always had a heart for, you know, like the people around me, you know, really wanting to share what, what I've been given. Retreat work like and tech and search and stuff? Tech and search and, and then just some local stuff. I was on, gosh, way back in the day. Nancy Werner was up at the in the youth and evangelization office, and I was part of a core team oh. with her, you know, as a young, you know, high school and early days after high school. And then, um, then I went on Net Ministries, traveled across Canada in a van 11 oh, wow. people from coast to coast in canada, <laughs> in canada yes oh um, that's minnesota canada is a hey, canada, <laughs> it's really a. cold up there eh? <laughs> yeah so i did that for a year and you survived the cold i did wow. it is cold up there but a beautiful country up there though so Loved it so much that when my husband and I got married, we took our honeymoon up in Canada. So I took him to see some of the places that I I saw. But um, so, yeah, uh, continued missionary work just throughout the years. And um, then, you know, being here at St. Lambert, uh, you know, just moving here and we got involved here and just did a lot of volunteer work and then been working here now for three years. And so, Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, just helping Ellen with the faith formation and discipleship and catechesis of the Good Shepherd and and all the things. And I just really, my, you know, heart for, uh, you know, and this kind of goes to the bishop's vision, you know, just being a missionary discipleship, like through God's love, it's not, 
you know, just something that I do, that I feel obligated to do. And you guys were talking in the last segment here, you know, not that, oh, you know, we need something. What can we do? This is just really an outpouring and an outflow of what's been given to me. And I desire that for for the people around me, the people that God puts in front of me, you know? Yeah. So. You know, can you... Um you know, you, you've been involved with the church for quite some time and just oh, some of the discipleship and evangelization, you know, net ministries. And I know you, you're part of the young young adults group, too, in yeah. the diocese for a while. Yeah. That's where you and your husband, Tom, met. Yep, yes. And uh, um, so, I mean, you've seen a lot of different things. And I'd like to just uh, put before you the bishop's vision of lifelong Catholic missionary discipleship through God's love. Hearing that vision and thinking, okay, now I need to go do something. Is that the way we should approach it? And if not, why not? Like, like in the sense of, I need to figure it out, I need to do something and, and uh, you know, become a missionary discipleship and I need to, you know, be missionaries to everyone around me and I need to, um, is that the way yeah, we need to yeah. approach it? Well, I think one, some people would say, yeah, but no. Like, I guess I'm convicted in that really an outpouring, as I said, like, of what's been given to me, you know, like, through God's love. I think that's kind of a key thing in his mission statement. Is, oh, that's not just like, a tagline? No, I think it's a God's real key. love doesn't <laughs> yeah. sound great, you know. Yeah, through God's love, like, he's good <laughs> and he's, you know, I want to no, like, something that has uh, grown in me, um, something that I've been given really by nature of my baptism, Heaven burst open and God's life just poured into me and it did, it continues to, you know, like I'm, that you know, really. Your, in, that happened in your baptism? Yeah. Man, I, I wish I had mine. It happens to all of us. It happens like to all we of have, us. Yes, yes. We just don't we realize have, it sometimes. Yeah, we don't realize it. We forget it and just, you know, to really, um, I, you know, very image-led person and so, like, to think, like, what happened at baptism? I look at the back of our parish at St. Lambert, there's a big painting of John the Baptist, mm. you know, being baptized and... Baptizing Jesus. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, John baptizing Jesus, but really the, you know, the Father's outpouring of his love on that, you know, that occasion. But that happened to us at our baptism, and it continues to happen. Heaven didn't close. The voice of God didn't leave. It continues to happen. And, you know, that, you know, brings us into God's family, and this love poured out, like... And if I'm receiving that, a natural response, it's not like this effort on my part. I need to do this. Oh. I need to do these things. A natural response of my heart, if I really do love people, it's a human thing. The natural response is, like, I want to share with you what I've received. It's like, you know, mm -hmm. I, I heard this. This isn't original to me, but it's a really good analogy. If you love movies, like, uh, you know, we got these cookies here. I love these cookies. I want to share them with you. They're so good. I want to share this with you. It's the same with, like, our, you know, what we've received as a gift of God's love and um, mercy and, you know, everything that's poured out on us, that natural response is going to be, you know, so yeah. is it an effort? No. Like, it's just a natural response to be missionaries. We're all called to be missionaries by our baptism. So it's, it's kind of like a... I was just thinking of like a parent and their child saying to the child, okay, um, you know, uh, I want you to clean your room, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they could clean their room, and, and, uh, but if, they're, if they have a sense of mom and dad really love me, mm -hmm. uh, you know, their desire to do what mom and dad asked them yeah. is going to be a lot 
easier as opposed to I don't see mom and dad at all during my day because they're so busy working and they come home and they tell me to clean my room you know mm-hmm. uh, but if I have a sense of that they love me that they care about me and then they're telling me to do something I'm much more motivated to do to yeah, them do exactly. that and that's what God says to us is that he loves us first mm-hmm. and then he asks of us yep. to to one not just to do the things that he wants us to do but the things that are good for us as, as, a, as a human person as well that mm-hmm. our, our development and who we are becomes fully for uh, full fruition of that unfolds, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, that's really that that missionary discipleship part is remaining in that love, yep. re- which is through God's love, and then as we remain in that love, as uh, in the Gospel of John chapter fifteen about mm-hmm. the true vine, Jesus says, "If you remain in me, you can do all things. Yep. You can do nothing without mm-hmm. me." Mm-hmm. And so we might want to be a missionary disciple, and we might want to bring Christ into. Our, our lives of our children, or our our in-laws, or our coworkers, and but if we're not abiding in that love of God in our own lives, mm-hmm. it becomes kind of a mute point of how we're mm-hmm. being a disciple, a, a missionary disciple to others. Yeah. And so we really need to be abiding in that love of God in our own hearts and in our own lives, mm-hmm. which is easier said than done. Uh, so. And that's kind of what you're talking about, Kim. So how do you, how do I abide in this love, this this love of God? So I can be this mis- missionary disciple that I that I need to be, and that you've you know throughout your life have kind of uh, you know been called to in, in a more direct way. But so how do I abide in this love so that I can be this missionary that I'm called to be? Um, for myself, what it looks like is just to continue to cultivate my relationship with Him. I can't. It's not a once and done. Like you know. You said I need to continue to abide, continue to you know um, grow in this. I mean, a whole year of debt ministries didn't like just fill you up, so you don't <laughs> yeah. ever have to like, yeah. like stop and pray. No, or... no, it's a continual daily. Yes, you know, to like you know, Lord, what do you have for me to? Um, I you know say each morning you know I try to whether it's with actual words or just kind of a thought in my head you know Jesus what is the most fruitful way I can respond to your love today and and it's just kind of walking in this Well wow, that's your prayer each morning try to that's you good. know in some way or another like but really like Lord what do you have for me today like how can I live in your love today and grow in your love you know, and so it's a constant, you know, like, you know, just a commitment to prayer time and, you know, just really in diving into scripture. I love John, you know, 15, you know, that remain with me. It's a beautiful, you know, parable for us to, to really spend a lot of time in, mm-hmm. you know, and continue returning to, returning to the scriptures, returning to prayer, you know, like cultivating my and growing in my identity because all fruitful ministry flows from our identity. You know, would like, you say there's an area in your own life where God would want to love you the most? Would, he, would we think he'd want to love you where you're most perfect or where you have the most imperfections? I think he's going to zero in. I mean, he's tender with us, right? He's going to zero in mm-hmm. on the places that he really... Um, wants us, to, you know, that woundedness to hurt, you know. Well, it makes me feel better if you could love all the great things about me. Of course, <laughs> isn't yeah. That, isn't that right? Or, or should, should I <laughs> allow right. you love him where I don't feel so great? Yeah, like, yeah, like he, we need to invite him into those places because when those are purified and, you know, uh, brought into his light, you know, then they become more like him. We are called to be like Christ, right? And that's part of being a missionary, that's too. That's scary. <laughs> yeah. To let him kind of love us where we're weak. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, okay. it's a scary, vulnerable place, and it takes a risk. But yeah. the freedom that's on the other side of that is so beautiful. Yeah. And, and that I, I'm kind of joking a little bit with you, but, <laughs> but it just because I know personally too. Yeah, that's exactly where God's yeah. love meets us, and then that's where this response of this missionary response mm-hmm. is most strong too. Yeah. Yeah, because we've experienced a love that we thought was not possible in yeah. an mm-hmm. area we never thought yeah. possible. Yep. So yeah. I think uh, that's a wonderful segue, Teresa. Mm-hmm. Is it break time now? It is, and we'll be right back with more with Kim and Missionary Discipleship. That should be the name of the show, <laughs> Kim and Missionary Discipleship. Yeah. We'll be right back with more Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision offers eye exams for the whole family, contact lenses, glasses, and vision therapy services. Our specialized vision therapy program works to improve how the eyes work together as a team. We work with our patients to improve reading difficulties, lazy eyes, eye turns, and focusing problems, which can be detrimental to performance in the classroom and on the job. You can learn more about our mission at Lumen.Vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network. How can you know for sure that your loved one is in heaven? Well, the short answer is you can't. I'm Father Chris Alar, but you can have confident hope that they are saved because no matter when or how they died, even by suicide, you can pray and make sacrifices now to still help them accept God's final offer of grace. Jesus told St. Faustina, Call upon my mercy on behalf of sinners. I desire their salvation. When you pray with faith on behalf of some sinner, I will give him the grace of conversion. Wow, if you desire heaven for someone, God desires it even more. So do your part to help them get there. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. Real Presence Radio is available on Google Assistant devices, including Google Home, phones, tablets, and smart displays. To start this action, say something like, Okay, Google, talk to Real Presence Radio. It will then ask what station you want to play, to which you can respond, Play Sioux Falls, or Play AM 970, or Play WWEN. From there, you can use words like Play, Pause, and Stop. Listen to RPR anytime, anywhere, on Google Assistant devices. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Teresa Curley. And I'm Father Sean Hagerty here at St. Lambert Parish coming to you live in Sioux Falls. And we've got our special guest this morning, Kim Kolbosh. Drum roll. <laughs> All right. Kim, is, she, has, she was sharing, she's uh, led a life of discipleship in so many ways, whether it was net ministries or being part of young young adult small group where she met her husband so many years ago or, or just uh, a lot of retreat work in high school. And mm-hmm. and, uh, and now she's been working for the parish here at St. Leonard Parish for mm-hmm. the last three years. And, and now God's called her to, to help out with missionary discipleship even in a deeper way up at the yeah. diocese. And yes. so... 
we're excited for her in a special mm -hmm. way for that. But we're also very sad that she's going to leave us here very at sad. St. Parish. <laughs> but what uh, we were talking about, really, missionary discipleship, and then this tagline at the end, through God's love, and it's mm -hmm. not just something to kind of like add on, but it's actually essential to be in a missionary mm -hmm. discipleship, mm -hmm. is abiding and remaining in God's love. Mm-hmm. And Kim was just sharing about how she does that in her own life. And uh, we kind of, did, did you really get a chance to finish how you remain in God's love and talk about all that? And you talked a little bit about your prayer in the morning. Is there anything else that's helpful, like maybe like a retreat or yeah. or any kind of uh, spiritual direction yeah. or any anything like yeah. that that's helpful for you of remaining and abiding yeah. in that love? Well, it, it is faithfulness to my prayer time and um, and spiritual direction, you know, we're just staying in that. And, you know, and for people who hear that, that's not super essential for your life, but I have found it helpful for my life, you know. Um, you know, to have good spiritual friendships, you know, to have those, you know, conversations with people that you can really share what God is doing in your life and sharing that because... You know, like by speaking out loud, the things that God is doing helps it to take deeper root in our heart. But it's also a witness to the other person. And then you got the, the missionary discipleship thing happening. You know, mm -hmm. by sharing what God is doing and what I'm sharing with, you know, what God is doing in my life with, you know, my friends or, you know, like somebody who walks in the office here. You know, those, you know, opportunities that are given um, to grow in that. And, yeah, retreat, you know, like I like to try to take a, you know, a retreat once a year, you know, and, and then frequently frequenting the sacraments, you know, um, you know, just to help, you know, cultivate that, you know. Oh, you mean like receiving Holy Communion, communion the Eucharist. Communion and, and confession. Oh, and conf those are what, essential. What was that again? <laughs> confession. Confession. Yes. They still do that? Scary. Absolutely. They still have confession nowadays? Yes. And I'm sure in Sioux Falls, you know, or wherever you're listening from, you look around, make some phone calls, it's available almost on a daily basis for you. Yes, yes. So, yeah. I, you know, I've never felt more motivated usually after I get, after I get out of the confessional mm -hmm. than in any other time. Because yeah. there's this experience of God's mercy and love yeah. in a deep way there, yep. particularly in our own sin. Mm -hmm. And then that really motivates us in a, yeah. in a, in a big way. Yep. So. And to really experience God's love and mercy, I think it's, and you kind of touched on that earlier, it's those impactful moments that, like that experience of God's love and mercy that really helps our heart to, I think, you know, explode with a, you know, desire for more. Mm -hmm. like, I want more of you and I want others to experience this as well. So, mm -hmm. so yeah. Yeah. And our, and our bishop is inviting mm -hmm. all of us yes. to pay attention to this love that God has mm -hmm. for us. And then that throughout our life we're called to abide in this love mm -hmm. and then to share it and not, mm -hmm. and, and not just to share it, God's love but through the Catholic lens of all that yeah. as, as missionary disciple and, and the bishops this weekend inviting yeah. us in Sioux Falls he's rented out Big. the convention center <laughs> Big event <laughs> Yeah, this Friday night at um, 6 to 9pm mm -hmm. uh, it's going to be at the convention center it's a free event and there's going to be hundreds of families from around the diocese down there, whether it's you're single or you have a family or whatnot. There's plenty of things to do. Sometimes there's going to be like yard games. Yeah. And there's going to be different talks and concessions and yeah. and just being together. And you mentioned part of our faith is being together and sharing mm -hmm. our experiences with others. So it takes a deeper root in our own lives. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we, and it's also to celebrate the feast of Saint Joseph as this whole year is dedicated to St. Joseph. Yep. And so mm -hmm. uh, 
So, yeah, I'm looking forward to being there. Are yeah. you going to be there, Kim? We're, we're going to be there. So Friday night is more like not uh, – there's events for everybody. The little kids, there's going to be bouncy houses and, you know, like you said, yard games. And I think there's going to be a Bouncy houses? Bouncy houses. I'm so sold. Father, <laughs> Father and Teresa will be in the bouncy houses if you're looking for them. Yeah, we'll be doing Real Presence Live from the bouncy house. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, how high can I jump? So there's that, and there's, yeah, like event or, you know, opportunities for, you know, the adults too. I think I heard that there's going to be a cocktails thing, you know, and I don't know. Um, But uh, I don't know all the details of every little thing, but there's, if, you know, if you are a human and you really desire to spend time with people, be there because there's going to be something yeah. for you. Who doesn't want to hang out and party on Friday yeah. night, you know? Yes. You can do it all as a whole bunch of Catholics yeah. and, yes. and have a great night. And it's, it's Halloween weekend, too, yeah. so you, you really feel like you want to go out yep. and do something. And this is a great opportunity. Yeah. Yes. And then that kicks off, like, Saturday, an all-day event, you know, for... Um, you know, this is the bishops, you know, really, you know, sharing with us, you know, his desire with this mission that he has. And not just to plug this, you know, like you said, kind of a tagline, you know, thing, but just to really like what is what is his heart and desire for his people, you know, like mm-hmm. these people that uh, he really deeply loves. I really believe that uh, the bishop has a deep love for us, you know, not that our other bishops haven't and mm-hmm. you know but uh but this just is a beautiful desire for him to bring his people together to share in this love you know and what does that mean for me you know what does that mean for you know these people around me like just to walk together you know and and as you said i think it was during the break but then what is my what is my response to that you know because this event isn't just a one-time like okay we do this and then we're going to go like I feel like this can just be a beautiful launching point mm-hmm. for something beautiful to continue. Yes. In parishes, in families, in cities, and yeah. all sorts of different places of, you know, where we yeah. walk together. Yeah, I mean, if you've been listening this morning, you've listened to Linda Reckling, you listened to Matt Adamson, both of God speaking to them and them responding mm-hmm. to start a women's group, a men's group, talking to Kim and listening to her talk about. Abiding in that love of God and that prayer relationship with God, being in relationship with Him, and then responding to that. You know, this is a great opportunity to come to an event and we're all together going to pray mm-hmm. and really pay attention to that love that God has for us. And it's really a springboard to then, okay, how am I called to then be a missionary disciple mm-hmm. in my own parish, wherever I'm at? Mm-hmm. So as you're listening to this and your heart's maybe being moved, to, to really take a look at this event as kind of the next step to then, okay, uh, and with the expectation that God's going to, he's going to reveal something to you of, mm-hmm. of more fully of, of what he has planned for you mm-hmm. and, and your role in the body of Christ wherever you are in our diocese. And uh, so if you're on the fence, and, I, and I'm sure they've got some kind of a, a little bit of live streaming to it, I'm sure, to a certain yeah, extent, I too. Think, yeah. Take a look at it. But the Saturday is really geared towards that vision. Yeah. I think it's from 8 in the morning till 6 p.m. in the evening. Cool. And there's mass. and. Yep confessions and some meals and the cost is sixty dollars so mm-hmm. there's costs involved but yep. we're renting in the convention center so it can't be yeah. <laughs> can't be free you know <laughs> yeah uh yeah but uh but it's i think it's you know we we spend money on all kinds of things all the mm-hmm. time this is a great investment of being in our faith oh, yeah. and the bishop's vision for the diocese so to yep. really take advantage of this opportunity that we mm-hmm. have yep and uh and you never know you come and god might have something really wonderfully, tremendously planned for not just for you, but for your your fellow uh, parishioners out in your mm-hmm. parish. Yeah, yep. 
Yeah, and I think, you know, like being there, you know, like, and, and even like right now, it doesn't take being there, but, you know, like, it definitely lends a space for, you know, like, just to really being able to pay attention how God is moving. But like, and I heard Linda in the last segment, like, um, taking a risk and like when the Holy Spirit is moving you to something, you know, don't just, you know, kind of stifle it, like take a risk mm. and share it, you know, like with your pastor or, you know, if it's a group of friends, like take that risk and step out and say, you know, the Holy Spirit, you know, he's, you know, saying these things to me, like I feel this tugging, you know, like, what is this, Lord, what is this? And come together with people and again, your pastor or, you know, friends and, you know, let's explore this together. Like, and, you know, like have that confidence that, you know, when the Holy Spirit is moving, he's inviting us into some sort of a response to something that's received because he moves first, mm-hmm. you know, and then what is my response? And, and so, yeah. Yeah, it's exciting. You know, I was thinking mm-hmm. Teresa Curley over here, the, the, other, <laughs> the, other, the other host here, Yeah, uh, she's kind of the newbie on the block. She's new yeah. to the diocese. She's only been here for how many months? Going on, th- I can't count, three. <laughs> three months. <laughs> yeah. So what's it yeah. like being in our diocese compared to other ones? Not to mm-hmm. compare too much, but just uh, <laughs> but, yeah. but but just being here and as far as uh, this mission and, and how God may, might be calling you to be a part of, of this mission, particularly in our diocese, as being on Real Presence Radio. And uh, it's, it's been wonderful seeing you here so far mm-hmm. and, and how you feel like God's calling you with all that. Because it's, it's also with you, too, and uh-huh. as Kim and myself, and not to put you on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's super exciting. Um, I've, never seen, I've never seen a diocese like so on fire with the Holy Spirit. Like basically what I've seen in Sioux Falls is the bishop says, I've received this vision and prayer and the people are like, okay, how can we respond? How can we do? How can we enact uh-huh. it in our parishes and our families? And so it's, for me, it's a really exciting time to mm-hmm. have just moved to Sioux Falls right in the middle of this and <laughs> see it happening. It's like, wow. Okay. Like why did the Lord bring me here at this particular time? And I'm still trying to figure that out and it's going to be a lifelong thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> Through God's love. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. It's definitely an exciting time. Yeah. And we all have a part to play, whether you're the, a priest, the pastor of a parish and you're listening or whether you're on Real Presence Radio or whether you're working for a parish, mm-hmm. work for the diocese, or if you're like Linda and Matt just sitting in the pews and you, mm-hmm. like Matt said, I didn't do anything, you know, with that man as you and I just felt like God was calling me to do it. And mm-hmm. God calls all people and we all have a part to play. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no one that's, that's insignificant. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Well, and then it, it's not even like in our parishes because like what we receive here, you go to the grocery store. You know, and you can be a missionary disciple to the person in front of you. You know, the person carrying your groceries out at Fairway. You know, like, just, we don't know what a smile. It doesn't mean anything big. It could just be a smile. That's what Mother Teresa would say, yeah. is, is to offer a smile to other yeah. people. And, and sometimes it, we don't know that love of God in, in ourselves, and we can't muster up a, mm-hmm. a smile sometimes. Yeah. So that's why it's important to, to abide in that love. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Well, thanks for being on with us today, uh, Kim. You're it welcome. Was awesome chatting with yeah. you. Thank you for having me. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back to talk with Susan Bellavance about her new book, The Light of Christmas Morning. Stay with us. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 